Welcome to Pivot Point of View. This is Becky Pearson, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you health and wellness tips for you and the horse you rode in on. Thanks for joining me today. In this episode, I'm talking to my oldest daughter, Emma, and we're talking about her good mare twice and the injury that she sustained on the last weekend of high school rodeo this fall. We talk about our initial vet care and our rehab process that we've been going through over the past month. I hope you enjoy it. Um, We discuss the mare's athleticism, the injury, and everything in between. Uh, If you want to check out some of the video and pictures that we have of our x-rays, make sure you go look at our YouTube channel, Pivot Point Equine and Rider Rehab, and you'll be able to watch this whole episode as well as get video content of the mare running before she was injured and all of her vet care afterwards. Enjoy. Hey, it's Becky and Emma, Becky Pearson, Emma Pearson. And today we're gonna talk about twice is special. Because she's very special. Yes, she is. (laughs) Tell me, tell me about your mare. Twice as special is your horse. So tell me how old she is and what she does for a living. So twice is eight years old. Um, She runs barrels and pools and She's run them very well. Yeah, how's she bred? She, I think she's uh, Corona Cartel and Special Effort on top, and then on the bottom she is Mr. Jess Perry and Dash of Cash. She's a really neat mare. Um, we've had her for a couple years. Yep. Bought her from Keisha Ziffley, which yep. we bought another horse from her. Yep. and um, Loved her to death. We weren't really planning on no. necessarily <laughs> buying her. That's kind of the way it goes for us. Uh, you had rode her when Keisha was helping you with another horse that we had. Mm-hmm. And I haven't got off of her since. <laughs> yeah, you got along really well with her. Yep. And we knew that we needed something going into high school for high school rodeos. Mm-hmm. And twice is a little bit more of a free-running style horse. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't say she's incredibly free. I would say she's kind of in the middle, actually. Um, it really just depends on your pens and where she's at. Uh, like, cause in Broken Bow, she's really rating most of the time. Uh, inside. Inside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, inside you've really got to push while outside she's just kind of in the, in between. You know, we help her at certain spots and leave her alone at others. So mm-hmm. she works pretty independently. Yeah. So she's super athletic. Oh like, my goodness. Like I told told mom this morning she could do a somersault and land it like <laughs> she is crazy athletic like I remember like she had what she had like a month or two months off one time and I got back on her and she was like just like jumping just bouncing like straight up in the air <laughs> and I just like oh my god twice but yeah she's totally athletic the second day in Broken Bow is a great example we went clear to the fence and we still, still clocked. Cl- still clocked. Like, I clocked very well. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. She's super quick. She's fast in the straightaway. She's yeah. efficient she, in her turns. And she just can turn on a dime. Like, and she could turn totally, like, right inside her pocket. She is so wicked yeah. that way. Yeah. So the reason we're talking about her is she has sustained an injury. And... It happened about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was the night before the Callaway High School Rodeo, Callaway, mm-hmm. Nebraska. You rode her that night. 
before. But it was, worked great. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't make runs. We don't do a lot of runs in the when we're rodeo and hard like we do for the high school deal. And um, so I just rode her like normal. Mm-hmm. And she you didn't was, feel anything off? Nope. And like she was there. We're like, oh my goodness, she looks incredible for having, I think, I think, I didn't run poles on her for two rodeos. Well, three after North Platte. But for two rodeos, I didn't run poles. So almost every run I of the high school rodeo, I'd ran her. In both barrels, barrels and, and poles. poles. And so this was starting the, basically the second weekend in August, mm-hmm. going to until the, last, the second, second weekend in September. September. So every weekend for a month. Yeah. Um, two days, two runs each, so four runs a weekend. And then there's a few that we have three days, just yes, one, that's just right. one. That's yeah. right, over Labor Day weekend. Yep, yep. And she had been placing you... Almost every time we went in in polls, and then if we didn't place in polls, we tipped. Yeah. But if we kept it clean, we placed every time. Right. So that night, I palpated her. You had, you'd rode her. You said she felt great. Mm-hmm. I had palpated her. I couldn't palpate any soreness on her. Um, she looked amazing. Yeah. I even remember telling you that she looked great. I remember, because we talked about it for yeah. like so much. I said I was so excited for her for the weekend because she just was looking and feeling good. And mm-hmm. you guys were working and good. And the weekend before had went outstanding, and it was just... We're like, these pens should be really good for her this weekend. Yeah. We drew up in the right spots. and Yeah. Then. And so then, turn her out in the pasture, normal pasture for her um, that night so that she stays comfortable. And get her in the next morning. Nothing looked off. Nothing made us think there was anything wrong until you got on to warm her up for poles. Yeah. And it wasn't... And it wasn't even major, anything major for poles. Like, I think she took, like, two or three off steps, and we're just like, oh, that's not normal. And then... It wasn't with every step. No, it wasn't. In, it was very, very inconsistent. And, and subtle. And subtle. Like, if no one walking along would have noticed. And it was only with turns to the right. Yeah. Which was odd because it ended up being her left leg. Yeah. But... So we didn't really know exactly what was going on. We didn't have another horse with us that morning because, honestly, we were 15 miles from home. So Emma says, well, Mom, what do I do? I said, well, I said, I guess we can run her and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And you ran her. And, and placed. Placed. She ran a 21.9 in the poles. Uh, on the trashiest ground. Yep. It was deep sand. Rake after 10. Yeah. Uh, it was, and it was, it's very, very deep. Like, yeah. She and we handled were the it, bottom of the ground. Yeah. She handled it okay. Um, your first turn to the right. So Emma runs down the left side of the poles, and then, then her first turn is to the right. And it wasn't her normal snappy turn. No, it wasn't. Um, she normally just inhales them. Yeah. And so that wasn't perfect, but she ran 21.9, ended up placing you. Mm-hmm. And we were taking her leg gear off afterwards, and I could feel the pulses in her fetlocks. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to go find, actually, a friend of ours that's a vet, because we're just like, eh, we just don't feel like everything's right. Like, she made a good run, but... We just wanted to mm-hmm. ke- uh, check everything out, and he actually wasn't there. 
And so then mom was like, okay, well, I'll check her out. I'll do what I can while we're here. So, so yeah, I, I felt the fetlocks and there was a bounding pulse. So just a little hint for you guys. I didn't learn this until really in the past year or so, but um, normally you shouldn't really feel a pulse back in the back part of their fetlock, kind of like all along the sides. But if they are having um, foot soreness or things going on in their feet, you will feel pulses down there. And she had bounding pulses in both front feet, but more on the left front than the right front. And so I knew something was going on with her. I was kind of thinking maybe she had an abscess. Um, that's what I was hoping for. Well, that's what we're all hoping yeah. for. And um, so we brought her home and stood her in some mud because we thought some cool, that's the best way to cool them down. Mm -hmm. And then we grabbed my darling Clementine for you yeah. to run barrels on, because we knew that twice didn't need to run barrels. And thank goodness we yeah, made that decision. Thank God we're only 15 miles from home, too. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So we get home that night, and she was still was, I mean, she was still off, but mm -hmm. not terrible. No. And then the next morning, she was five out of five lane. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't putting weight on it. She was tiptoeing around her stall. Um, and normally we don't keep them in stalls, but she were like, she needs to be in a stall. Yeah, we knew something was wrong, yeah. so we stalled her. This is a Sunday, and I knew there was probably nowhere, no equine vet that we could get into in the middle of Nebraska on a Sunday. So um, we did some ice vibe on her that day. Mm -hmm. um, I think I might have done a PEMF treatment on her. I think. So, that yeah. day then she was still very bad Monday morning and mm -hmm. so then I called uh, to some various vets to see who I could get in with and we could get in at Overton vet down it which is like an hour away from us and um, with John Lawton and um, I got her down there on Tuesday mm -hmm. it worked for their schedule and in my schedule to do that and I'm very thankful for what John did with us he took some x-rays and he found so the navicular bone has a couple wings um, so so if you on the view that he could see the fracture in um, there should have been two nice distinct edges and wings to that navicular bone and if we're talking about the left navicular bone then so that there was a nice wing on the outside of it but then the inside it just kind of rounded off and just wasn't there so he did call a couple other vets just to make sure that he was on the right track with it and I appreciate that about him and um, we did a phone consult with uh, Paul Fornstrom out of Pine Bluff Wyoming Paul's a friend of ours and has taken care of our horses as well. I honestly didn't, I mean, it would have been very hard on twice to make that trip out there because mm -hmm. it's a four hour trip one way out there to see Paul. So what they diagnosed her with was like an avulsion fracture of the navicular bone. And they think either one of the collateral lig ligaments pulled that corner of the navicular bone off or uh, like an impar ligament injury. So. We don't have, our closest MRI machine would be in Littleton. Denver at, at Littleton. We yep. did not go, you know, that far. We decided, you know, it probably wasn't going to change our course of treatment. And I don't think she could have done that. I don't think she could have either. Um, not very easily. No. I, I would have felt bad putting her through all mm -hmm. that. The course of treatment that was decided upon was that 
we would do a navicular bursa injection, which they handled that down there at Overton. And um, we do have a picture of that that we'll put in the video, and um, which is kind of a cool picture, but yeah. it's kind of gross too. Yeah. And then uh, she needed to be on a three degree wedge. So this was a Tuesday, Thursday, our horseshoe was coming, so that worked out pretty well. Um, she was significantly more comfortable yeah. after the navicular bursa injection. Yeah, I would have to agree. And we gave, uh, the vet gave her Ozfos mm -hmm. as well. And then when we got the uh, wedge shoes on her, um, she was a lot more comfortable. Yeah, she is. You know, right now when you walk her around, she, well, she doesn't just stand on the stall. She we take her out and let her graze for probably 15 minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you wouldn't know right now. As long as she's on level ground and mm -hmm. walking, we've not trotted her at no. all, you wouldn't know no. anything. No. So we're going to do a check with her. We're going to re-x-ray at 30 days post-injury. Well, it'll be about November 1st when we re-x-ray mm -hmm. her to see how that's healing. And then our plan is to probably do uh, Renovo injections, which is like a... I think they call it equine allograft. Basically, it's a regenerative medicine, kind of like stem cell injection with her. Uh, we want every opportunity for this mare to come back, get better. Yep. yep. And so our daily therapy treatments on her are to hand walk her out to the grass and she mm -hmm. gets to, to graze. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then she loves to roll, which you'll probably see some videos of of that. Yeah. Uh, she, we, play, we like to play... Like, we feel like we're playing polo with the yard. Yeah. We always put the grass in. So. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Uh, when she rolls, sometimes she tears that up. And <laughs> my husband's very uh, particular about the lawn, so <laughs> I don't know that he's seen the video of her tearing the lawn up. So <laughs> We'll make sure he doesn't. <laughs> we do PMF treatments mm -hmm. on her because we feel like that'll help the bone health a lot. I've done both full body and uh, treatments right to that foot. That's pretty much all that we've done therapy-wise with her right now. As we get going back to getting her back to activity, we will do a graded exercise progression where we, you know, mm -hmm. bring her back slow. We'll do some hand walking and then, you know, some hand trotting and um, we'll take it nice and slow. So make sure you stay tuned for... Uh, updates on her and uh, keep your fingers crossed that we get her back. Yeah. So we are going to plan on um, pulling an embryo from her yes. while. Yes, ain't uh, seen nothing yet. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. So um, stay tuned. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to Pivot Point Equine and Rider Rehab. This will help you get notifications for any free content that we upload with tips on how to keep your horses healthy and winning for you, as well as keeping yourself pain-free and enjoying what you love to do. So check us out on YouTube at Pivot Point Equine and Rider Rehab and make sure you hit that subscribe button.